0: That's right,
1: Chuck. Hello
2: the assemble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ninety Nine Nerds Podcast. We're back. The three of us. We're back. Finally at last. It's been who knows how long. Episode 49 is coming in so hot, you don't even... We're like Icarus hot.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Into hot enough for the sun. sun.
1: Just as hot as
0: Dave is. Oh. Dude, it is warm in here. You're wearing <laughs> seven layers. Uh We're here today to talk about the Ahsoka series. A long anticipated... I mean, shoot, we were talking about Ahsoka series back in episode
1: two zero even. Oh my gosh the entire podcast was founded on ahsoka
0: i recall telling sean like oh they're going after ezra and sean's like is ezra the key and i was like
1: no i was like ezra that's the guy who helped bring the exiled jews back from uh, Assyria." less
0: important into- <laughs> Ezra. different one he's uh he's quippy and he's cool but he's not the key uh david what what <laughs> even is
2: this podcast without you without me <laughs> depends on the subject really <laughs> yeah that's true okay. um oh i forgot to say on a scale of
0: one to nerd we are 99 and this is I guess you podcasting david
2: yeah what's your favorite podcast um i like theo vaughn <laughs> yeah he's funny um this one's all right come on man <laughs> but i'm standing right here
0: <laughs> Sitting. Uh, so, David, you watched Ahsoka? I did. How many weeks ago?
1: <laughs> like a month and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago, to be honest. I saw it recently. Good. And that's why we're here. Because Sean saw. It you recently. guys wanted to talk about it ASAP, Rocky, and I was like, "Well, no, wait. Let me see it first. Let me take." And a then month month and I half dragged <laughs> my feet.
0: That's okay, Sean. I understand. So, Sean, yes. Hello. Did you watch those episodes of Clone Wars and Rebels that we told you to? I did and what happened to you physically
1: oh boy i i cringed out of my skin yeah it's kid shows (laughs) come on man i'm a kid uh you know i watched all of your mortis madness rigor mortis heresy (laughs) um i watched your uh world between worlds um nonsense see that was a very controversial thing when that
0: episode aired. Yeah, I bet. Because it was like so wait, they're breaking all time and space.
1: What if you could pull somebody out of their own timeline? Yeah. How about you just don't
0: go down that road? Dave Filoni really made sure he pulled out all the stops to save his beloved Ahsoka. Like Dave Filoni. Ain't that the truth? Wow. Uh, Sean, how many, did you count, how many times did Rosario Dawson uh, cross the oh, arms? uh yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> It wasn't worth it. I couldn't keep up.
2: Yeah, I wanted to throw up every time.
0: I told you that is a very Ahsoka thing. She does a lot in Clone Wars. She does a lot in Rebels, but she doesn't. She doesn't do it with such a pompous attitude and like look on her face of just like. Mm. And I think that's what made the crowd uh, really resent. Rosario. Yeah. Do
1: you want to just talk about? Um, rosario dawson for a minute we can yeah go for it did she do a good job no i would say no
2: dang i don't like her as ahsoka it just doesn't translate no i um, animation to real life it just it doesn't translate what could have been done what was the missing piece
0: a different actress ashley eckenstein and maybe an extra few hours a week training lightsaber dueling
1: instead of two hours a day. Was
0: that what it was? Was it? I can't remember. Was it 14 hours a week? Yeah, it was 14 hours a week. Okay. <laughs> I remember. Because
1: she was like, yeah, she's like, oh, Rosario Dawson's been training 14 hours a, or, yeah, two hours a day for Ahsoka. I'm like, it's your job. <laughs> I, I saw a post soon after And then, I, you know what? I saw the show. And you know what?
0: She's, she'd, she'd, It showed.
1: I saw a tweet soon after
0: the show debuted and it was a clip of ahsoka from clone wars you know one of the many clips of her just going ham just this epic i think it was the episode on mandalore where she cuts like five dudes heads off in one shot all these fast pace her blade is just a blur because she's so fast she's dual wielding she's fighting off seven blasters at one time and they said the fundamental issue with this ahsoka show yeah is that ahsoka's fighting style cannot translate to real life. You can't do it in real life. It's too
1: fast. Clunky. It's too clunky in real life, yeah. I think that I've always found the animation stuff in honest... Uh, you know, we've... I'm not here to poo-poo your precious Clone Wars. I guess I've always found the translation of Star Wars into that 3D, that, like, CG animation mm-hmm. less than ideal. And I've always been a little bit annoyed by the kind of i don't know like kind of awkward animation in the fighting Mm. it's this very like whippy yeah yeah it's like it's like move sets it reminds me of a fighting game it doesn't feel like Mm. and i know i'm being i'm just being i'm asking too much from cg artists sure for a a children's television show i don't mean to be it's because you saw across the Spider-Verse. It's because I saw Obi-Wan and Darth Maul fight to the death when I was eight <laughs> and yeah. it changed the world. That's true. And nothing else has ever touched it.
0: And no, so that's true. Um I will say though, David, I think you recently sent it to me. It was a compilation of every order sixty six scene that we have thus far. Everything that's canon, you know, because we saw a little clip from the Obi-Wan Kenobi show with Reva as a kid we've seen more with the Mandalorian and the Child and Grogu having all these flashbacks yada yada so it was a compilation of all of it and i'm at best and it yeah and it concludes with Ahsoka fighting off Rex okay and in my opinion that scene slaps the hardest fighting fighting Rex defending herself from Rex and all those boys
1: was was uh, was Rex the one she was able to like She knocks him out. Yeah, turn his thing off.
0: And then she takes out his inhibitor chip, yeah.
1: But that fast-paced,
0: the music that's playing, it's like it was the most emotionally charged scene out of all the compilations, other than the movie scenes, because the movie scenes are just so much higher in
1: quality. You know what I mean? Wow, what a thoroughly plot-armored character Dave Filoni has. Well, yeah, he really has. But, I I mean, I think what's... He's a coward. He doesn't have the guts to kill her off. How
0: about
2: we just take this, like, character by character? I like that. So we start with Ahsoka. What did you think, David? Like from be- episode 1 to episode 8 as a whole. We don't have to go timeline-wise, but just like as a whole, like as a whole. Clone Wars the movie to the Clone Wars no. show, it's <laughs> a revel.
1: If if Ahsoka, if Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka walked in right now, would you give her Get a- out. Oh no.
2: <laughs> and don't cross your arms. <laughs> no, she yeah. Cart- cartoon Ahsoka's great, but I don't know what it is. Something's lost in the, uh, the real-life interpretation of it. Yeah, She's very, like, slow-moving, and, like, she comes off as, like, smug and, like, arrogant. Yeah, smug. That's a good word. I mean, I
1: have limited understanding of Ahsoka. Obviously, I didn't watch all of Clone Wars, but I I watched enough, and I they don't seem like... You know, whatever, dude. It's like a teenager to a, a full-grown adult. I understand there's going to be a totally different... Uh, perspo- pers- personality, but she doesn't even seem like the same person, right? No, that's what I felt. And I, I don't think they necessarily did a good job,
2: considering this is a Soka show. Like her name is in the title. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did a good job of like telling a story with her. This this show is just kind of all over the place with random things. It was really just Rebels continued. Yeah, it was season five of Rebels. It's kind of the Sabine show.
0: Mm. We'll exactly. get to her. <laughs> but, well. We get that clip of the young Ahsoka, and Sean, yeah, that was great. Before you saw that episode, I said you get this this flashback with a young Ahsoka, and it's so good. And we talked about it, it's the same actress that played young Gamora in Endgame uh, or Infinity War, whichever it is, War. whatever. And it's like, dang, like
1: that is Ahsoka. And then it goes back to Rosario, and you're like, "Oh man, mm. the contrast!" It was the thing that kind of just like totally brightened my my day. I was like, "I can't believe how this little girl is just acting circles around." Seriously, <laughs> Rosario yeah. Dawson's a great actress. That's yeah. the thing that's weird. I I think you know, I I think probably the the problem with the show was like just direction director directional stuff.
0: I told you oh, after uh, a, f- a few episodes, works. I felt like the dialogue in the show was like super clunky and it was very like line, line, beat, 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 yeah. line, line, beat, beat. And it's just like there's way too much pausing in between.
1: There was no emotion. There was no energy behind it, which would obviously be the directing. And Ahsoka probably gets the suffers the most from it because she's, you know, the, the the story focuses so much on her. She has a lot. She has to say a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. So what would you say, like, closing thoughts on Rosario and then just, like, Ahsoka's story in this
2: first season? Or potentially first season. I don't know if they're doing another one or I not. I mean, no, it sounds like they're getting some movies going. Right. Which I think might... It's not, like, the way the show is, it makes me feel like... Or it makes me think that Dave Filoni got a green light on movies. Mm-hmm. And they kind of were like okay, we're in the middle of finishing Mando season three and writing Ahsoka. So I guess we're just going to get rid of Gideon. just Yeah, just kill him off. And then Ahsoka, we kind of have to just leave open-ended because then we get our trilogy of movies. Mm. So like the last couple shows have just kind of felt off. I don't know.
0: I felt like there wasn't enough resolution. Like I thought just more was going to happen.
2: Right. Nothing really happens. And I guess to answer your question about Ahsoka... I don't feel like they really set the tone of like what this was about. There's no arc. There was no, it was just kind of like, well, I mean, and you like later find out she's like having, she has like survivor guilt of like, like Anakin. She like feels, uh, what's the word guilt for Anakin, I guess. Sure. She feels like she let him down or something. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But Man, it's like we we never got a chance to see a whole show about a character regretting their relationship with Anakin falling into the dark side mm. and maybe even having to confront him at some point in the show right, on a desert planet. So, I mean, that
0: kind of <laughs> leads to, do we want to talk about Anakin next? Yeah. Okay. That was
1: probably the best part of the whole hey, show. Hey, right. shout out to Hayden Christensen. Shout out, dude. It was nice to see him. Props. I don't respect the decision as much as I... Well, I don't know. I, I guess it's 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 like you got this ridiculous deus ex machina thing you built into the uh, Rebels, so might oh, as right. well use it. Bring it right. out Hayden. So,
0: Sean, we said it was really important that you watch that. World Between Worlds. World Between Worlds and then the other Clone Wars story arc. Mortis. Because they're definitely setting up this father-daughter-son trinity thing. But do you know about the mother?
2: No. You don't. Listen. I don't. Learn me. It's from (laughs) Legends. Okay. So, at the very end of the show, we see uh, Balin standing on that rock mountain of the guy pointing. So, these are... A cliffhanger, one might say. Oh, my god. Oh. Hanging on a cliff.
0: They fly now! And that's why they call him Cliffhanger.
2: Dang. I wanted to play off of that, but my brain isn't firing. (laughs) 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 I was going to say Hangnail.
1: Okay. Don't, (laughs) because... He's, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, like yeah. on his finger.
2: let's good um, No, so what's cool at the very end, we see these this dude in the mountain. Um, well, to all the real Star Wars fans out there, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. they know Not in Sean. Clone Wars, there is a three-episode uh, storyline about the Mortis gods or Mortis. Yeah, and these entity, these force beings that um, are stronger than pretty much any other Force user we've seen. Um, And on this planet, there's the father who kind of balances the Force. He's the perfect balance of light and dark. Mm -hmm. There's the son who is fully dark. He's like the full embodiment of the dark side of the Force. And then there's the daughter. And the daughter is like a pure light side of the Force being. um, And basically, the story is the father um, had Anakin he like drew Anakin into the planet um, because he heard Anakin was the chosen one so the father is testing Anakin to see if he is the chosen one long story short Anakin makes the light side and the dark side bow to him basically proving that he is the chosen one Um, so it's a really cool story if you haven't seen it you should go see it because they're definitely planning to do more with this yep um, and with
0: Ahsoka, we see the Mori, her owl, which is kind of like
2: a spiritual figure embodiment of the daughter. Yes. So in in this storyline, Ahsoka is killed. Straight up dead. Shadi got yoinked. Wait, the, she Are you talking about in the Mortis show? In the Mortis in the Mortis episodes, she is killed. Um, Good. The, <laughs> the son kills her. <laughs> The daughter, in her last dying breaths, uses her power. um, She, like, transfers her essence into Ahsoka to bring her back to life. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is really cool, and if you think about it, uh, they're saying Anakin is supposed to replace the father as the guy to
1: bring balance to the Force. Um, But they're Uh, also... uh, Hold up. Now you're telling me I skimmed through this episode. You're telling That's me <laughs> Dave Filoni went out of his way to also make his little weird orange girlfriend the literal, a literal member of the Trinity? Yeah. God. Basically. Good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a. Aren't you guys embarrassed <laughs> a little bit? That's I awkward. Mean, I mean, yeah, but, really but
0: cool. like Sean, she cuts five Mandalorian's heads off in one swirl in an episode. It's like freaking sweet. Yeah,
1: because you write it that way. Yeah,
0: I guess. Quick pause. Something I notice about myself, I listen to podcasts at 1.25 speed. So when I'm podcasting with you guys, I talk at 1.25 speed because that's what I'm listening to all the time. This is, it's this pace. So I'm trying to slow myself down more because when someone wants to listen to it at 1.25 speed, I won't sound like a crackhead. this guy stinks! So, anyway.
1: Well, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Ahsoka is. We were touching on Mortis. Who cares? That's stupid. <laughs> World Between Worlds is stupid. We I because were- mean- you're talking about Anakin.
0: Right. So, they bring in Anakin because Ahsoka essentially dies in this show again. She's not that. It's great, obviously see that's the thing like she's running out of response the power the power dynamic of like some of the stuff we've seen ahsoka do in rebels and in clone wars is like yeah like she, she beat darth maul as a teenager exactly in a lightsaber fight like completely destroyed him and yet she Talk can't about power creep she gets owned by Balin skull in this and it's like who the heck is this guy so um the the consistency of what is ahsoka capable of is really hit or miss There was a couple scenes in this show where there was like a a ship flying away, and I thought for sure she was going to force grab it and pull it back. Because that's exactly what she did in the finale arc of Clone Wars. So it's like, we've seen her do it before. She's now older, wiser, and more powerful, but she just won't do that again. (laughs) I thought that sucked.
2: Yeah. You know Uh what else sucked?
0: Episode one, and you mentioned it when you were ripping apart. It I, was doing, I, was like, I
1: was doing live. I was doing like a live. You were doing a stream of conscious
0: uh, <laughs> rip apart. There was those stupid droids that literally had nukes in their chest. Right. That that had like a seven minute timer for Ahsoka to get out of really there. convenient. It's <laughs> like so she runs out of there, and the explosion that happens behind her was. 37 times bigger than it should have been. <laughs> it just overcomes the planet. <laughs> like, what
2: the heck was that? So anyway, I had- Quick, you get, get to the ship! I had to get that off my chest. Go ahead, do So those guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, episodes one
2: through three sucked. But it won me over. Yeah.
1: What I, was the what was the moment that won you guys over?
2: Uh when they brought back Anakin probably.
1: Ah, uh, When they said the word pergles. Oh man. <laughs> See, I misunderstood. Well, uh, actually, something uh, you guys pointed out that they, they gave a little Pergles cameo in an episode of The Mandalorian where they were going through hyperspace with Grogu. Right. Where the But in my my impression was like, oh, those Pergles look small. I don't know. They look like the size of a dolphin or something. Sure. But then you see the show, and they're like the size of a city. Yeah. yeah. Is that how they are in Rebels? Yeah, yeah, they're big. They're massive. So the one Grogu saw was like really far away, maybe? Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are speculating that Ahsoka
0: was in that Pergle that grogu saw and he sensed her presence and that's why he was
1: viewing to the sky maybe uh they should speculate that grogu will become a purgle because that's where the shows that's where the mando versus ray can identify don't know. as
2: a skywalker why can't Aww. grogu <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we don't know his species he might
0: he might be in this early evolution stage and then like a pokemon he will become a purgle Oh, man, Grogu's evolving.
1: Good Learn hyperspace. Thunderbolt. Uh, it was, well, so yours was the purgles, or are you joking? <laughs> that was a, kind of a joke. I, honestly, like, I'm trying to remember the first
0: few episodes were kind of stinkers. And I said, like, this is just classic Felonius. He does the same thing in Clovers, where you get this eight episode arc. And three of those episodes are going to suck. But then he starts cooking, and it starts getting better and Let better. Let him cook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first three were kind of stinky. It just took so long to develop. Where is this going? Why is there so much Sabine? Why does she suck so bad? I mean, do we want to talk about Sabine now? Yeah, uh, but it's like to answer your question, I think, um, I think the less Rosario there was, the less I was thrown off. And then when they finally did bring. Ezra into the fold Um, I thought Ezra was done really well and I thought that Hera's character was handled really well in this oh boy nope I thought that Hera from disagreement real life Hera was very similar to Rebels Hera I didn't think so at all there's no accent other than the fact that her twilik things are supposed to go more sideways and in the show they were straight back I mean technicalities but also a major misstep
1: what the heck do you think that when an actor is um, hired to play the part of an animated character, right, that it is their job to emulate and impersonate that character as much as possible? Well, without crossing your arms too much, yeah, I think so. Because some might say, like, well, no, an actor should have the liberty to do a reinterpretation. Sure. Like right. if I was if I was playing. Oppenheimer. Here's what my movie. I don't have to act exactly like him. I have to
0: embody him. Here's my very selfish answer, Sean. Yo, what's up? It could go either way. If you're good at it. Oh my gosh. If it's a reinterpretation and I think it sucks, then stop that. Go back to the <laughs> animated series. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I was going to say one more thing. Um, shoot. Oh, it, within those first few episodes, anytime there was like a part that was kind of slow or a part that I didn't care for, or, a uh, action sequence or character story arc headed in a different direction when i thought about it through the lens of if this was animated right now what would i think sure and it just became infinitely better in my head of like if this was animated right now i would like kind of see where they're going and i I would is it because your standards would drop
1: Uh, ah down a little bit let your guard down maybe maybe a little bit I'll be honest. But when they're real people, you're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. For me, it was actually one of the... I just checked. One of the things I mentioned right away was uh, in the beginning scene, basically, it's Balin and his apprentice show up on that uh, uh, ship to uh, basically rescue um, uh, Elspeth. Is that her name? Yeah. Morgan. Morgan Morgan Elspeth, (laughs) which is funny because Elspeth is the name of a uh, Magic the Gathering planeswalker. So I was confused. Anyway. Um, but I thought it was funny because like in that scene they have a Amon Calamari as a security guard and one of the things I'm like is I wrote there's no way a Mon Calamari could make an effective security guard. It can't even hold a blaster with those flippers <laughs> So it's like that's the kind of thing that like once you actually put it on screen and you right. put it like in the guy in the costume you're like This doesn't work hold on <laughs> guys. Yeah
0: But that kind of strengthens my point that maybe this should have just been animated.
1: My first reaction though was like boy I want to look like Balin when I grow up. <laughs> you, do, you do look like Balin when you grow up. A cool looking guy. He is. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah, so Balin
2: is dead in real life. Yeah. Um, do you know when he died? Mm, it was before the show came was, out. Yeah, just before. So like... It dropped. All scenes were filmed. Right. Yeah, they, so I,
1: they probably did the bulk of their filming late 2022, early 2023.
0: Because they definitely had plans for that character. Exactly. So...
1: Now he's but, just gonna stand in that mountain. Yeah.
2: Or are they gonna recast him? So that's what I was gonna ask you. What What do you think happened there? Because this guy is very like mysterious. And, yeah. Like, they've They've got so much still to uncover with him. Do you think they cut a lot of scenes? Mm. And And what's better? Do you like honor his memory and just retire that character and. <sighs> Or do you just recast it and just kind of, it's kind of like a slap in the face to him? See, I, like, I don't really
0: know what they were planning
2: with him. If they were planning
0: what everybody was speculating, especially with that last scene, that he is supposed to be the father figure, like, you still need that character. Especially if they're still stuck on that planet. Like, what's he, for them to just, like,
2: forget about him or just, like, sweep it under the rug? Or just animate it? Just him. <laughs> no, like his journey, what he's doing, what's going on. Oh, I see. What
0: you're saying. So let's tell you that I like, was saying like live action, but he shows up animated in the live. <laughs> action. Let me say this: Balin
1: like
2: miss minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Balin out of nowhere, for no discernible reason, tells his apprentice, "I'm leaving now. Yeah, you're on your own. Right. Good luck." And I felt like he's saying that to the audience, mm. not to the, not to her, sure. <laughs> because. Like, I don't know. What, would he, what was he trying to do? Was he trying to get to a statue this whole time? Was that what this was all about?
2: Well, if you watched the Clone Wars episodes, we told you. To I
1: did. Back. It doesn't answer a question, though. It does. He gets, he gets to a statue. And he's pointing. Did
2: you see the glow in the distance? Yeah, I the saw they did scene. a
1: rip off of Lord of the
2: Rings. No, it's scene for scene from the Mortis episode. I don't care. Anakin Ghost Finds the father there. This time. Did you see in the mountain? The son was right next to the father, but the daughter's head was cut off on his other side.
1: So, are we trying to imply that first of all, you're, this is heresy? But we're trying to imply that this uh, father embodiment of the spirit is in another galaxy, and Balin went all the way to another galaxy to find him. Well, if
2: you know legends,
1: I don't care. The legend nobody knows. Legends, it Dave doesn't Flownie matter. Anymore.
2: Does and he keeps pulling from it. So what's So legends in legends, learn us Mortis. I already mm-hmm. told you about the father, the son, the daughter. It's the perfect trinity. Father's perfectly balanced. The daughter's the light side. The son's the dark side. Yeah, yeah. But did you know there was a mother? Bring it. Her name is Abeloth. Oh. And she's whack. Oh. She's super, like, dark side. uh, Just bad. I think she was a human. And she tried to, like, get powers or do something and I don't know, Legends does some wild stuff but she became like this monster mm-hmm. and she was so bad that the father um, banished her to a certain planet mm. and just like yeah. So abaloth is this like monstrosity of a dark side power and she's uh, she's banished somewhere. So he took his kids to Mortis or vice versa. He sent her somewhere else. I don't know. But um, that could be a storyline. but there's so much. there's so much that they like opened up with a storyline. Yeah, there's so many loose ends they just created exactly. And they didn't tie any up exactly. <laughs> so.
0: And that's what I was confused about in this show. I thought there would be so much more tie up. So that I mean, we kind of touched on Balin a little bit. Do we want to talk about Sabine now? Yeah, I mean, I didn't care for her real life adaptation. Uh, Sean definitely didn't you can, I think...
1: you can tell Sabine is a spunky rogue I wrote because she misses Appointments Has colored highlights Rides a motorcycle and listens to rock music Yeah She's like the protagonist from Forspoken
2: Right It's Which funny because I did not like her at all Yeah And then I realized she's actually exactly like Sabine from Rebels so. And I like Sabine from <laughs> <and> Rebels <laughs> So it's weird I don't know it's a real life interpretation if, Yeah I thought
1: she looked worse when she cut her hair. I felt sad about that. Well, um,
2: I thought that scene was sweet because it, it it perfectly rhymed. It echoes, like George Lucas said, with Kanan in Rebels. Yeah, Kanan cut his hair just like that. Just like me. It had
1: a. It was symbolic.
2: Just but like and then he died soon after,
1: like right after. Just like Sabine died right so after. Why I'm growing my yeah, hair
2: Yeah, a giant. F you to Qui Gon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, come on. They keep doing that. <laughs> they keep doing that to our boy. It's messed up. Sabine so yeah. gets stabbed in the stomach, and she lives the next episode. Yeah, come on. Um,
0: I like the fact that Hu Yang was not afraid to just just freaking own her
2: at every chance. Like, well, I liked that. They kind of set the tone. Hu yeah. Yang is—he was great. He was in Clone Wars too. Yeah, he He's, was. I thought the. From one to the other. It's easy to do a droid yeah. from real life to animation. But he was a bright spot in the show for sure. Um, I like that they set the tone with Sabine and him. And he's like, just so you know, you are the weakest force user we've ever seen. Yeah. Yes. Freaking owning That's her. what we want to hear. Right. Got her.
1: I preferred the cute blonde. Uh, the dark side chick. Shin. Shin. Shin and Hoti. I don't know her last name. Everyone's it's calling her Shin Hoti. It's going to be Terry so get her.
2: Thank <laughs> you. know, she wears a wig. <gasps> she has really thin hair. <gasps> and it's like, how do you know? That's where unconditional love comes in. I saw a, her in an interview and I went, what? What color is it? Same color. Silver. Silver. Surfer. Yeah. metallic. She looks like a Targaryen. Whoa. In real life. I learned about that from listening to episode There you go. 40. It all it comes back six, around.
1: Destiny. Oh, <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot
2: of Soka, so I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, okay. I wish there was more to Shin Everyone's like, Balin and Shin are so great. Oh my gosh, the best thing that's happened to Star Wars in a long time. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, he leads off with of the hallways. I could see Dave Filoni he's like watching Ninety Nine Nerds. Like these guys like hallways. They're about
0: <laughs> it to did, love it this did, guy. It did, it did very Dude, much feel like this podcast moves mountains for sure.
1: It felt like very specific fan service is a little weird. Good hallway scene, though.
0: Everybody loves a good hallway scene. I liked her. I thought she was good. Yeah, but
2: why? Why is she the way she is? What does she want? I think the well, best part of her. How did she get there? The be- what is going on? <laughs>
0: the best part of her is like she didn't say a word for less of the first three she, episodes.
2: She literally looks like every girl. Would you say that works? <laughs> a Starbucks or in whatever? a big city. <laughs> no, any yeah, any girl you'd find working at a coffee shop in a big city. Go to Portland and go to every coffee shop and she's there
0: i don't know i i thought i thought that their duo was cool but again like what are they where, where, where did are they you come from why they? are
2: you bad why are your
0: lightsaber's <laughs> orange why yeah uh no i get it I, it's it's uh, back to sabine real quick i don't understand how like again like the power dynamic of like mm-hmm. towards the end somebody described it as like her and Ezra's relationship is very, like, symbiotic in a way where, like, they need each other <gasps> to be strong in the Force. In ways. A diet. <laughs> because, like, when she finally finds Ezra, and oh, we can God. talk about Ezra next, when she finally finds Ezra, he's like, she's like, have you been, I don't know if she asked him if he's been Have you been seeing anyone lately? It's like, he, she asked him, like, what's wrong with you? Because he's struggling. And he says, I missed you. And it's like he literally needs her. He literally needs her. Someone to protect, someone to fight for. And them being together brings out the strength in both of them. In terms of, I'm
1: surprised force use. that's what you got out of that scene because that's not what I got. Somebody else told me I was. Um, well, that's not the Jedi way.
2: They're leaning into their emotions. And I their was. Attachments.
1: I was utterly unhinged. That um, this girl literally was willing to sacrifice the entire galaxy's safety and future to get to this guy right and they finally meet back together and she is, her and him are decidedly nonplussed
2: <laughs> yeah
1: hey yeah no emotion in the show yeah i knew you'd come back like you know i don't I, like i don't know what it must be like for you too but like i don't know breaking down crying seems appropriate or something right. like what's a hug there's not a something. single hug in this. <laughs> this show. is really awkward and weird <laughs> Yeah. So it's almost like you weren't expecting to find him and
0: then when ahsoka finally shows up and it's the room she's like and missed this reunion smile
1: smile that's it <laughs> like, whatever yeah there's uh I again it comes back to I I they every episode ends with directed by and I'm like no they didn't even show up that's what <laughs> happens when there is no director on set they didn't do anything the actors are like frick this is what the script says you guys want to just roll and do something that is what happened I felt bad about that stuff you felt bad about a lot of things what else Sean um, I liked that um, I, I started having this kind of weird fan theory about uh, Ahsoka that Dave Filoni is uh, is he married I think so I have this theory that Dave Filoni is uh, truly intimidated by women that's why he makes so many female characters. Mm. It's like a form of like trauma reenactment for him. Uh,
0: yes, she, he is married. Oh, okay, never mind.
1: Oh, you know what I realized too while watching uh, that show? I realized that the New Republic is zero for three in transporting prisoners successfully. <laughs> you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Because they couldn't. Because Morgan Elspeth got broken out. Moff Gideon got broken out. And then in Mandalorian season one, there was that whole subplot of him, like, helping a prison yeah. ship escape. And I, I'm like, guys, I get it. Rule of three, you know, but, like, you can't do this again. This is ridiculous. Mm. Also, do we did we need Morgan Elspeth back in the show? Do we need her? I,
0: no. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, like, when she showed up in Mandalorian, it was just like... Such a one and done, forgettable character,
1: and especially because the episode she's in, it, she's completely overshadowed by the fact that Michael Bean is a guest character in that show too. He was the like the security guard officer of that town she oh, had, was ruling right. over, and Michael Bean is like you know a famous 80s actor, or whatever he was the he was the lead guy in Terminator and yeah yeah yeah.
0: Speaking of 80s, we'll get back to that. I watched a movie from the 80s recently, and we'll touch on it at the end, but. Um, yeah, she was very forgettable, and I did not think she would come back as like a main antagonist. I was
1: surprised they like went all in on her. Like she's a witch of Dothamir. She has superpowers, and sure. Well, I will say that once they got to the other
0: galaxy, I liked that. Okay, because that was very felony rebels, Clone like that whole Dothamir uh, crew of Night Sisters. They haven't. They haven't even touched that. I saw somebody tweet like, so you're telling me there's a planet with a bunch of goth chicks who are, have sorcery, and we haven't even been there yet, but we've been to Tatooine 37 times. Like, they've got so much more to explore. So I like that they touched on that. They're just trying something. But I really, again, I thought that Morgan was such a forgettable character until they got to the Night Sister Witches, which somebody was breaking down how the Night Sisters were like asleep and they they were talking about how I think Ezra says that Thrawn okay woke up the night sisters okay and then the night sisters immediately are trying to leave the planet and then he had all that cargo and the question is what exactly is those are is bodies that? okay bodies of who are those more night sisters yeah. that were sleeping so all of those night sisters were like in a trance asleep and the second they were woken up they were like let's all get out of here so they're saying that planet has those mortis gods and because they're there the night sister whole crew was just like under their power like they were like in hiding because of them they were afraid of them and the second they were awoken they're like we gotta get out of here we gotta get away from them and that's where like Balin's skull is drawn to that mountain there's something there he felt drawn to the planet he felt like something was going on on that planet And uh, and then we see at the end Ahsoka gets stranded there with Sabine and she sees her owl flying in the distance and she's like no this is where we're supposed to be so
2: it's yeah it's all about Ahsoka becoming the daughter Right.
1: she is Ahsoka
2: the white now
1: Right. so who is the father? Anakin but I thought you said Balin's gonna be the father nope 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 nope. then who's the son? Balin Balin's tapping into the dark side or is the shoddy gonna be John's girl. You can't have Balin be the son and Anakin is the father. That's that's age inappropriate. That's true. That's not fair.
0: Um So is there anything else you want to say about
2: the Night Sister crew? Touching on No, I I love it. Okay. You got. There's so much to that. That's where Darth Maul's from, Savage. The power made Savage. Right. Um they I, they there was a side by side and the
0: when they give Morgan, they basically turn into a super Saiyan witch. They give her like that power. It's the exact same chant that old Daka uses when she is making Savage. Is
2: that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Or, or uh, purifying Maul. Remember, he was like crazy, so they like.
0: Yeah, it was one of those one of those rituals that they did, mm. and it was word for word the exact same enchantment. Yeah, and then like just like the sound effects of like. They, she's got Mother Talzin's blade and yeah, like you can hear like there's souls trapped in this blade and like all this faint screaming every time that like it's used or somebody gets cut or whatever um, I thought that, th- that whole thing was very like Clone Wars yes yeah. Filoni yes this is all what happened cool. to the
1: sword after Morgan died I
0: don't remember I think it just like disintegrated
1: cool I guess does it just get like summoned
0: um uh... I don't know the logistics, Sean.
1: Well, I think we should talk about like the main
2: key things that happen in the show. Like the big things. Well, let's finish the character rundown. Who else we got? Thron. Oh, that's a big one. Hit Thron. Uh, hit punch him. uh at, at the end of Rebels, <laughs> someone hit- Ezra shipped Thrawn off. She he Amazon expedited t- him into wherever. Amazon Prime to that boy. Did
1: he send him with that Star Destroyer? Yeah. Yes.
0: The Purgles wrapped themselves around his Star Destroyer and shot into the distance.
1: Dang. Did his Star Destroyer already have those like yeah. metal tattoos on it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. That's how you knew it was Thrawn showing up. He was
2: egotistical like that. I can't remember the name of his ship. Dang it.
1: Um, the Excelsior yeah.
2: <laughs> no it, it's something like that it's like ah oh frick what is his ship called I'm gonna give you two more seconds
1: I was I was uh, I don't remember what does I it start was, with C. I was fascinated H. Chimera yeah yep I'll say I was fascinated throughout that show that his star destroyer was parked over that tower mm-hmm. and just like it was like parked onto it yeah <laughs> And I just kinda kept getting this picture of like Andy from Parks and Rec when he's just like puts his whole mouth over the, the <laughs> water fountain thing. It just I mean it just kept thinking of like the starter shore just like oh. <laughs> and that's just parked up on this tower. Uh, it's kinda awkward. Yeah,
0: so Thrawn gets there, we learn that he woke he found the witches, he woke them up, and it's like, all right, these witches are gonna help me get home. And then the witches thank Morgan for showing up. And they say, like, you you heard our cries in your dreams or something. So they were, like, speaking out to her in their dreams and in her dreams. And that's how she knew where to go or, like, how to find them. I guess.
1: Allegedly. Apparently. I thought it was the star map. Yeah. And how did they get that? Because Ahsoka found it. Right. And she spent, like, ten minutes solving a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated that. As thing. slow as she could. And then Sabine, could they still didn't know what the star map meant. So Sabine had to solve it in like an excruciatingly long scene where they just slowly had to rotate the pieces into place. Yeah, uncut. It's like a Rubik's.
0: It's a Rubik's cube that
1: needed one more turn. (laughs) Like, oh,
0: (laughs) what are you gonna do? Yeah, maps in Star Wars. They'll get you.
1: I do know that uh, during the World Between Worlds thing, they did establish that uh, uh, Sabine would like. I guess is like intuitively able to kind of like solve puzzles and these kind of problems. Like the bad guy in that episode tries to recruit her to help him figure out how to open the portal thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there was that. Mm -hmm. But I just was like, all she's got to do is rotate the pieces. That's not like all that impressive.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. We didn't talk about, well, we can keep going with Thrawn.
2: Yeah. So he's got his whole crew. This dude is like one of Palpatine's best officers. Pre- yeah, pretty much the Admiral. best. Yeah. You got Grand Moff Tarkin, and then you got Thrawn, who's pretty much next in line. If not, Thrawn's ahead of Moff Tarkin. I don't know the exact hierarchy. No, 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 Grand Moff Tarkin. So it goes Palpatine, Vader, Tarkin. Oh, I'm then... sorry.
0: I was thinking Gideon. How many Moffs are there?
2: Right, I don't know. Moff balls. Too many. Um, You're right, Tarkin. But Thrawn in, in uh, Rebels is like one of the best villains because a lot of like shows and movies when there's a villain and like the whole story wraps up and it's always like the villain's ignorance is mm-hmm. his downfall and like the hero just bests him because right. he starts monologuing thron is not ignorant in any way you can't beat thron it's very like he's very tactical he's three steps ahead Yep. um he studies his opponents like he is a worthy he's calculating yeah he's he's analytical he's analytical and calculated
1: I I did did get the impression that they tried very hard to communicate that as his character throughout the show Um, I was distracted though a little bit by the fact that uh, it, it seemed like he was trying so hard to talk around the problem which is like they just need to get off this planet now and there was like needless weird like delays about that sure but that's not Thrawn's fault that actor did fine that was that was a really cool performance I just wish they gave him better material to work with
0: I mean you said that what was missing with Ahsoka was Ach- Ashley Eckstein
2: yeah the actual voice of her in Clone Wars
0: the fact that they used the actor yeah. who we've talked about the yeah. actor he's a very high profile guy He's the voice in all of, in Rebels, and he's the voice in the real life, and it's like that makes such a big difference. Yeah, sure, especially for his character because he has such a unique voice, and it's like it it allows you to put yourself right into that world. Yeah, and there's no delay, there's no. And eh, this is kind of off because even you know we talked about the good thing about Anakin showing up. Even that, you put him into that Clone Wars armor. Mm -hmm. Now listen, there were streamers out there that were weeping at the sight of Anakin because it was just
2: so heartwarming. Because the last time he wept, he got a lot of views and a lot of likes. Oh my
1: gosh. So now he's just
2: going to keep milking that? Cry, Sean. You know what? Shout out to Star Wars Theory. We're coming. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Taking shots. Uh, I didn't
1: cry because... because I'm going to use that out of context Because I I want.
0: Because I felt like this is only 80% of the Anakin I know. Because Hayden Christensen, I'm so glad he's back. I'm so glad he's showing his face and that fans are supporting him. But he's not the same Hayden Christensen that was in the movies. And you put him in that Clone Wars armor, and it didn't fit him very well. Right. It looked like a really high-end cosplay. Oh, man. So I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, he's finally in the armor. I was like, that armor kind of looks goofy on him, but... Ahsoka's doing
1: great, like you know what I mean. I did get that sense throughout the show, didn't I? This a lot of this feels like just cosplay. Yeah, Cause yeah. It, it is the problem of going from animated to That's live exactly. action,
2: especially like well, the one thing with Anakin is like it's a person, right? Ahsoka is like uh, Togruta or whatever, right? And it's like she has the headdress, and it's like not not realistic yeah so for you to try to make it realistic is just kind of right. weird i, don't <laughs> I know. think it
1: also really kind of screwed them over with like their fight scenes because like Res- there's just no way rosario dawson was gonna be able to like move around like yeah. the character in that i show. will
2: say so like that was a big thing she felt very slow and it mm-hmm. wasn't but there's that scene where uh uh what's his face balen mickelson oh lars mickelson what with- thron thron um Where he rains down fire from the ship on them. Yeah, yeah. And they're moving through. If you watch, Ahsoka's like sped up. And when Ahsoka jumps out of the ship, you see how fast she is? Yeah. That felt good. I liked that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But they need to
1: show her at 1.25. 1.25, yeah. (laughs) I watched almost the entirety of that show at 1.125 speed I think so I told it felt you guys, okay for you for you then. no I was it was <laughs> I, I think I have multiple times I talked about I could not believe how slow some of that stuff felt regardless yeah, yeah. so
2: yeah. and anytime it was like a shot of like a running like from behind, her headdress like doesn't move, but her body does. Right. <laughs> I hate that. It like, like it made me feel so it's uneasy. Like the,
1: it's like that weird chicken, like when they like hold the chicken and it like never moves. Itself. Yeah, they got, that. they got that internal
0: gyroscopic
1: thing. It's like a stabilizer, a video stabilizer, which I have one around here somewhere.
0: Why would you pay for a stabilizer when you could just have your camera? Just
1: put to a a camera on a chicken's head.
0: <laughs> um, what else were we talking about? I mean, <laughs> anyway, Thron, Rosaria
1: Dawson, eh. uh, and Hayden Christensen. Uh, uh, right, Thron. Uh, oh, yeah. and Rex showed up, David. Yeah, that was great. It's
2: real life Rex. Oh my gosh! It's was, like was it guy in
1: actual armor though? Or was it more CG armor?
2: Dude, just the the amount of like times I could nerd out during those episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had a moment where. It was showing little Ahsoka and like mm-hmm. the progression, and then it showed her with two blue lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. And I go, oh, Emily, this is the Siege of Mandalore. And then Anakin's like, I don't remember this
1: one. She goes, Yeah, you weren't here. This is the Siege of Mandalore. <laughs> and I go, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it before it even happened. Why didn't they? Why didn't they have it be a scene where Anakin and her would have been in the same battle? He wasn't there. He was going to save Palpatine. I get it, but why? Like, why not? Put them in a location where they were in a battle together because that was her peak sean they had to show Ahsoka at her peak <laughs> so just just fit that square peg into a round hole all right yeah.
2: now that i really like those episodes but the show lost me episodes one through three i was ready to give up yeah you were not happy and then it did win me over and ahsoka <laughs> did win me over too. the character yeah where i started like I could get behind it i still didn't love it but i was like okay yeah yeah okay and then um what was i gonna ask you guys sabine okay so this show is about sabine's uh journey becoming a force user how did you guys feel about how they did that because i hate when they just oh finn can use the force now oh but I sure. did. I did see George Lucas come out and say anybody can wield the Force.
1: Yeah, I I kind of I us. I liked that because I I think that um, what makes Star Wars work really well is it's it's a fundamentally religious story, and so I've always felt like there's something kind of interesting and in engaging about that like that spiritual aspect of Star Wars, like the mystery of the Force is kind of like. Scratches his itch in audiences. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons I think people fail to realize why, like the Avatar movies are so successful. It's like because spiritual movies work mm-hmm. for people. So, like with Star Wars, it's like you know Luke doesn't have to. It doesn't. It's not really about Luke as the son of a Jedi. It's more like, well, you know, you should learn the ways of the Force like your father did. It's like it doesn't have to be like a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of like that. Um, in this show with sabine they just kind of try to reconnect that idea again of like hey if you really want to learn the force i could probably show you yeah we can can make this happen
2: but keep in mind there is the midi-chlorian count too Mm -hmm. in people i have always that listen determine how
1: powerful they are one of these days i'm going to do my not a director's commentary because i didn't direct the movie but i'm gonna do my commentary on phantom menace and I'm gonna break down why I, everybody is wrong about midi chlorians, and I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because nobody even—it's like nobody even watches that scene. This
2: show felt a lot like Episode One, Phantom Menace. Yeah, I really. Feel, yeah, I kept
1: getting like except the part where I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh
2: my gosh! gosh. <laughs> no, it just felt like it. Feet. I don't know the way they shot it, the the fights, oh the uh, when Ahsoka. And Ezra and Sabine in the finale walk up to Morgan Elsbeth, and she's like, "I got this one. Go around." It was literally like scene for scene of Qui Gon and Obi Wan seeing Darth Maul and being like, "We'll handle this. Mm-hmm. Go around." Sure, Yeah, dude, if they would have brought dun, 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 some duel. Forget it. But we also get zombie. Heck yeah! We're to talk about this. That was sweet. I thought that was awesome. That was why dumb-
1: was that sweet? Because the Knight Sisters have that power. You you broke your mic. I muted you. No, I didn't. Oh, I did mute you. Good. <laughs> My wow. bad.
0: It's not I'm good. Uh, no, it was so. Uh, again, y- you have night sisters. Go full night sister, and
1: that is full night sister. Zombies. Can yeah. I can I ask you though? No. Is the, <laughs> is is it is it just a fan service? Uh, no, he's telling a story. Because here. I want to tell you. He's taking I the wanted, I want to explain to you what happened. Uh These three Jedi face off against like 40 stormtroopers and kill all of them like it's really nothing. Right. Even though these are supposedly the elite Thrawn strike force. No, they're not the elite. They're the volunteers. They're the ones that were
2: stuck on the planet with him all these years.
1: They're the ones that go out of their way to wear dumb, weird cosplay red ribbons around their armor. They're obsessed five hundred one, 501st l- dorks like your boy in Jamaica. And <laughs> And then all I know is they kill all of them. And so the witches do their weird little magic spell. Yeah, yeah. Making them all zombies, thus making the 40 stormtroopers less threatening. And then it's like, I guess this mob is going to just awkwardly chase us up some stairs. Mm. You could just run out. You could just outrun them. Right. Or just cut their legs off. Or do anything. No, they can't. They didn't. Not a single limb was lost in that show. They gave us one death trooper head cut off. That's because
0: we're going to say it once. We're going to say it twice. We're going to say it a third time. Stop using FX lightsabers when you're filming these scenes. Go back to whatever you were doing
2: in the movies and stop lighting that thing up and... Bouncing it off mm, of armor. I think they did better in the show better. Yes, but Ezra, not, Ezra turned up a little bit I mean, he we started didn't talk. stabbing we didn't talk about Ezra yet. Ezra was I liked Ezra. A lot I liked this. Ezra a lot
0: Here's an issue. I though.
1: liked Ezra because he he was immediately like a guy who showed up and he had charm
0: Yeah, like he's acting that's how he is He's though, performing and Herbals. I'll tell you what when he first showed up I was like he's a little baby
1: blue eyes. I was
0: a little off-put by the actor that they chose and then I think you sent me a picture of his parents from Rebels, next to the actor, uh-huh. and he looks just like his dad from the show. I yeah. forgot what his parents looked like in the go. show, so they actually nailed that casting. Some good casting, and I didn't realize it. I liked Ezra a lot in this up and this this. And I'll tell
1: you this show. When I watched, I again I only watched like season one of Rebels, really yeah. parts of season two, but I instantly got the sense of like that's Ezra, that's the character. Yeah, yeah that's totally him. He's older. He's got a sick beard (laughs) sure does good looking guy but besides that it's that's the character they They nailed him him. one one plot hole is sabine didn't though why did hu yang
0: have a uh kyber crystal just chilling in the ship apparently for ezra to create a lightsaber on his own it's like
1: the infinity stones at the uh the tba it's like they're just sitting in the desk
0: i (laughs) guess but the thing is hu yang would understand more than anybody the spiritual connection that a jedi is supposed to have with their stone
2: because he is a part of the team that always take the younglings to what is it ilium yeah which they turn star killer base into in the sequence right
0: but he was a part of that of like you're gonna go out you're gonna go into the cave you're gonna your crystal will call to you it's like this big ritual ceremony type you know, coming of age moment for these young Jedi. To, Sounds very Catholic. Uh,
1: probably. <laughs> take but, this bread, take this cup, hold it up high, that whole... But it's like, Ezra pops on the ship and it's just like, he's assembling... He's like, yeah, listen, bro, I, I can make a lightsaber. Just give me the pieces. I can do this. Yeah. Like, we don't have to be all weird about this. But it
0: was a nice nod to Kanan because he ends up making a saber that looks just like Kanan's. Yeah. it is Kanan's. Mm-hmm. Which was great. I liked that a lot. I thought that was sweet, There too. was a, a slight nod to the fact that um, in rebels all the lightsabers were thinner because he, he i can't remember exactly what ezra says but he's like oh no this is this uh this uh, transmitter is just way too like i don't know what he says Yeah,
1: they're making a joke about the the lightsabers being thinner yeah in, the, yeah in the animated show yeah sure
0: they said what they should have done is they should have had him ignite it it would have been really thin and then hugh yang
2: would have just been like Oh, no, let me adjust that for you. And just like made it normal. like <laughs> So another thing kind of like that. When Ahsoka hops in the purgle and she's got all that time to kill
1: and she's talking to he she's like, tell me a story. She went full Pinocchio, by the way. I yeah. didn't see that coming. I made a joke about it while I was watching the episode. <laughs> and then they literally just had her go Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like, wow. Hop on in. I also did not see. I did not see coming that she would be in a weird Togruta space suit fighting <laughs> enemy ships in
0: space yeah and i said to you in rebels in clone Wars, oh that scene slaps yeah we've seen that before in, in real life it's kind of a swing in a minute kind of weird just <laughs> doesn't translate
1: i just was thinking like if i'm an if i'm a bad guy ship and i see the lady on the ship with lightsabers i wouldn't fly anywhere near that ship right. <laughs> i just shoot at a distance 100 percent. right so let me get it close. <laughs> 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 it's like Kylo Ren thinking, I, was I thinking could that. shoot Ray <laughs> or I could. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm going to run you
2: over. <laughs> Yikes. Oh
0: no, she cut off the wing. So, what else, David? What about Ezra? Uh,
2: no, I, I was going to say, I like that scene Ahsoka and Huey are talking. Oh, yeah. And she's like, Why don't you tell me a story? And he's like, Well, I mean, the entire, our entire history is made up of three parts or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like volume one, two, three or something. Yeah.
2: And then they said something about how volume one is the best. and It was just like Dave Filoni giving us two cents of like the prequels are the best. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Which went over my head at first. And then I thought about it. Yeah, it like, I did. That is totally a nod. I didn't catch that initially, but I thought that was cool. I liked that.
1: Uh, I have a note I wrote for that that particular scene i can see it right now in front of me um i wrote and again this is the scene where her and the robot are uh, just on a road trip autopilot just waiting for the whale and uh, i wrote ahsoka is literally falling asleep before my eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's just very bored in that scene would you like me to tell you a story I don't know,
0: maybe. <laughs> it's like Janet Van Dyke. Crosses her arms.
1: <laughs> Smug. Like, are you on Vicodin? Are you okay? What's wrong with you? Ahsoka, she wake
0: was. up. I mean, she's recovering from all that training. <laughs> Two hours a day, Sean. Yeah, she's tired. Uh, is there
1: any other characters we didn't hit on?
2: Balin. I mean, we touched on him a little bit. Do you want Already. to touch him more? I don't want to touch him. <laughs> Do it.
1: They had, uh, they had Hera's son.
0: Jace, oh, Jason! Yeah, Jason. He plays a key role. He's kind of the one that senses that Ahsoka's still out there. She's still alive. Mm-hmm. I
1: was a little weirded out that uh, he is a human Twi'lek hybrid. Yeah, I didn't know that they were doing they were down with that stuff in Star Wars. But then I looked it up. Apparently, it's it's been a thing in Legends and stuff like that. Okay, but I guess what was weird is what I saw was they usually just look like green humans. Sure, but he's just like a boy with green green hair, hair dye. He is in one scene in Rebels at the very end of Rebels. Well, because he's probably like, like, oh my oh, gosh, they had a son. Because he's a widow baby. Yeah. Well, he you know At that point, he's like a no, toddler. Because
2: it's a fast forward. Yeah. Time. Oh, okay. In the finale, they just like fast forward. Yeah. And we get a
1: C
0: three PO cameo. Yeah. Leia <laughs> sent him. Little Leia sent me action. So Mon
1: Mothma that was that was, that, was, that was a moment. I that was a fan service moment I can forgive, because a part of me was like. At the end of the day, I'm like, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Let's just get Anthony Daniels. Might as well just have him do this needless. Yeah. Like that scene felt like it existed literally to have that. They were like, somebody came word came down from the top. <laughs> hey guys, you know you need to have an R2D2 or C3PO cameo. How am I possibly gonna do? That? I don't know. <laughs> uh she's gonna be talking to senators and he's gonna have to come in. Yeah. I'm here for looks at the camera. <laughs> Leia organa <laughs> you know her right
0: wasn't the princess music playing in the background might as well have been probably
1: yeah, if they could afford it oh. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I saw I actually read a comment that said like oh I don't know who composed the music for the show but somebody said like oh wow like just really was impressed by the music. And I felt like I was taking crazy pills. I didn't notice the music at all. I
2: noticed the music in the finale and I loved it Mm. because I said this about Game of Thrones, the violin that comes in for this when CC blows up the crypt that episode. I remember saying the music is so great. They did the same type of music for the finale with the zombie troopers. I thought that was awesome. That
0: is actually, I saw a breakdown of this. That is actually a classic like horror it's, it's actually like the, you know, this is Halloween song or H-A-L-L-O-W-W-N. That's not how you spell
2: Halloween. <laughs> come on, man. It's like
0: a classic, like, <laughs> violin riff. Right. And it's like a horror genre, Halloween genre type thing. So when the zombies come back to life, they play that little riff. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was breaking down the score and how, like, there was little stuff like that kind of sprinkled into these episodes. Let me see who did the score.
1: How come every time... Um A lot of characters talk to each other in that show, especially Ahsoka. They, like, never faced each other. Uh, No, I don't know, Sean. I don't know
0: why it was like that. I don't know why the dialogue was so clunky. So in... Hashtag directing. So
1: in directing, in any scene, there's... Let me me bring it down to the bare bones. Mm -hmm. You are a director of a high school play. Mm -hmm. And you have two teenagers... Who don't know a thing about acting. And in fact, they don't have any set. They don't have props. They don't have costumes. It's just two teenagers standing in front of a big old curtain in the high school auditorium. And your job as director is to somehow make their conversation interesting. Do you follow me? Mm -hmm. So you have what's called blocking. Blocking is where the characters are standing in a scene in relationship to each other. Okay. Okay. They move around. This guy stands back onto that side and then he says this line so he moves over to the other side then there's something called business business is like you're watching Law and Order and uh, the guy is talking to the police the police are interviewing a waitress at a diner and not only is she walking around the room she's like picking up tables stuff off of tables she's like handing stuff to people business is what the actor does Mm -hmm. to make some sort of to do something dynamic with the scene, to not just stand there and say lines or sit there and say lines. They got to do something move this. Uh, this show had a very disturbing lack of blocking and business. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, the only thing that's changed in this scene is Ahsoka made like a table come up from the floor. So let's sit at it and talk. Yeah. And then I mean, that was pretty cool. Get up and away. <laughs> except that you get your dirty feet all over the table. And then she left her cup on it and it just went uh, under the ground. Disgusting. That was weird.
2: So to fully recap this uh, show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end, Thrawn gets away. So yeah. At the end of Rebels, mm-hmm. Ezra launches Thrawn into another galaxy. We don't know where. Yeah. So the Ahsoka show is literally they find Ezra yeah. and Thrawn gets back to the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. Everybody that went to the new galaxy in hopes of bringing them back
0: Ended up getting stuck on the planet. Ahsoka, Sabine, and Morgan. Balin. And Balin. And Shin. And Shin.
1: I'll remind you that Balin and Shin were literally not in that last episode at all, except for like... The last two seconds. Yeah, like, oh, by the way, Shin is with the Raiders now, and Balin is on a cliffhanger. Yeah. That That was, was... That was... Unacceptable. I I agree. Yeah, I I'm like, like these the are heck? your main villains. You didn't think about how to include them in your finale. Yeah, why? I think,
2: I think his death had something to do with it. I'm telling you.
0: So here's something that's interesting though. When Morgan is going off to fight Ahsoka, Thrawn talks to her like, "We're not ready to leave yet. They're gonna breach. You know, they're gonna get on the ship. We need more time." Basically saying like, "Go delay them." And you're probably going to die because we're going to leave without you. (laughs) Yeah. And she says, he says, for the Empire. And she says, for the Empire. And then as he walks away, she says, for Dothamir. And then as his ship's pulling away, he tells the ship to open fire on the Dothamir or on the Night Sister's temple. It
1: was Minas Tirith.
0: Yeah, it was. He tells him to open fire on it. And, And the witches in the background give him this look like, like that is our sacred temple and you're just going to blow it up. So there's this underlying thing of like, he's taken all these night witches and he's taken these three witches back with him and they are there for Thrawn and they have pledged to Thrawn. But at the end of the day, they want Dathomir to be reborn. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's what they're setting up with this whole, we're going back. He's bringing them back and they are loyal to him. But are they really? They're just trying to get—they're just trying to get Dothamir back. Yeah. Okay, so we're about to see a full-fledged, powerful Dothamir Yo, it, up in this. Wow.
2: It's crazy because the time—more goth chicks. The timeline of Star Wars. Please. The timeline the of Star Sith. Wars is so set in stone with like the stories, right? that like how do you how do you yeah. keep that's making what I was more gonna stories say. I, I just yeah. i
1: feel like this is like such an awkward problem that they keep the mandalorian works because it felt like it's so separated from everything else yeah like he can just be this bounty hunter outlaw and that's like cool just like try whatever freaking sick yeah and then he's like you know just raising this like kid by himself there's something cool about that like just let it be yeah an interesting story in star wars but it's all this other stuff can't be anything. Right. I mean, I joke about it every time, but I'm like, boy, I can't wait to see Ahsoka die in this season. Right. Because it's like she's not allowed to be around. Right. And that's the big consequence. After a little bit. Same with Thrawn. There's nothing Thrawn can do of consequence mm, yeah. because I already know what happens. Nah, he right. could
2: bring Palpatine back and answer that question.
1: No. Yeah. I think- <laughs> Don't even answer it. I'd rather it be a mystery because there's nothing. There's no answer that will be satisfying yeah i think you're right it's like shoelaces honestly these these ahsoka and obi-wan mm-hmm. you know you, you the action happens at the end of the the shoelace okay that's where it's when it's at the top of the shoe yeah that's where the good stuff happens the, the, all this is it's just threading the aglets you're right that's Dude, all this is nice aglet yeah.
2: drop. i learned that from phineas and Ferb. we all did there you go that's every true. single one of us did.
1: I didn't even watch that show, but I know that. Hey, <laughs> Beth, it, the it truth. was revealed to me. Agliss dude, I shout I, out to Aglas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I love the show. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I'm Just <laughs> <laughs> scale one to ten at ten. I what's why are wow. we stopping at ten?
0: Sean
2: loved it. Sean, I loved it. I'm gonna opt out. <laughs> I don't know because it's so open ended. I I'll you be, loved the ending though. I did, but the problem is, I love what they all the loose ends they opened up. I just yeah. got to see how they put it how they tie those up. Sure. A nice nod. I don't know.
0: To the Ezra character at the end,
2: he shows back up at the New Republic station wearing that scene. That was good. When he comes out of the ship, did you guys see the parallel? Which part? It is it is shot for shot when Palpatine comes out of his ship in the movie. Okay. When the emperor comes out. Yeah, yeah. It's legit.
0: Right. It was classic Ezra though because he in Rebels, he spends probably 40% of rebels wearing Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. He's, he's always undercover as a Stormtrooper. Is so, it,
1: Have they done the joke before, though, where he might accidentally get killed by his buddies because they don't know he's a good guy? I don't think so. <laughs> maybe.
0: Maybe not. I can't remember. But so for him to escape wearing Stormtrooper outfit and then show up wearing Stormtrooper outfit, that was pretty clutch. You know, I thought like it would have been... Chopper recognizes him right away. I
1: thought it would have been a little bit more interesting if he came out, but he just had the helmet on. That would have been kind of a fun little gag of that. Sure. Because mm-hmm. a part of me was like, bro, what are you doing? She's going to get... And then Hera you're shows just stressing no everybody. You're just
0: stressing everybody out. No Zeb. That so was a swing th- and a mess. That was I think, weird. I think that's that next season. That was very weird. They
2: get him to then go and get Sabine. And
1: how? Why? They band back together. Uh, Can you imagine everything they went through to get to that galaxy and now they have to make another season to get those guys out? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on is right. They should have all died. But
0: what's gonna happen <laughs> on that planet, Sean? There's something about that planet that was called. Ahsoka's
1: calling. gonna die. Oh. As she should. <laughs> and then Sabine's probably gonna die. I, I think I asked you guys this. Do Sabine and Ezra have like a No, nah, they're just friends.
0: I mean they kinda always had this playful thing and like he was kinda like Jeez. crushing on her for a while,
2: but Well,
1: he's got that beard now. Mm. And he, he left that like last minute like Snapchat for her. Got like her. hey Sabine, you're like a sister to me, and I'm like oh, got her with Sabine. the sister. I I did write, sister I did have song. another note here that said, um I don't remember it was at the end of one of the episodes. It says Ezra and Sabine hug, and maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> and then they didn't. She's about to pull a Leia on him. What's that mean? Kissing that brother to make Zeb jealous. Somebody got to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Zeb. Live action Zeb was good in Mando.
1: I mean, do people in Star Wars not have love lives? Uh,
0: I mean, other than Hera and uh, Kanan. Kanan's dead. Hashtag Jason. Yeah, Kanan's dead. Once you lose your love.
1: Name a couple that's alive in Star Wars right now. You and that chick. Right answer. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, David? I don't know. Yeah. It's all about Anakin and Padme. I mean that those Purgle pods. Why isn't Padme the daughter? Oh. And Obi-Wan is the son. Obi-Wan's the father, Padme's the daughter, Anakin's the son. Dang, you're right. I did it. Dang. It took five <laughs> seconds. <laughs>
0: Anything not, else
2: about Ahsoka, David? Yeah, I like what they're doing. Score score one to ten. I'm not gonna do that because I don't know where it's going. Wow. <laughs> but Just I like, completely I like refusing how they're to do what we've hey, always done. Hey it's
1: oh, okay geez. to reserve judgment. Oh my gosh.
2: I like how they, uh, you're with them now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what they said to Ahsoka at the end. Yeah.
2: In the timeline, like I was saying, with the stories, um, like we know Luke is the top dog in the galaxy right now. Sure. So for them to put a show together, call it Ahsoka, and have it actually have any sort of real stakes, like, I was scared they were going to force something and mm-hmm. like, but I felt no, like intended. they oh did
1: though. Gosh. They did your world between worlds thing.
2: I love what they did. He took from things that already exist. He didn't force anything mm-hmm. and he created a story and I'm telling, he's going to answer this question about Palpatine somehow returned. Right. And, and that's, it is, I think it's awesome what they're doing right now. Wow. I love it. Wow. I love the whole Night Sister Thrawn thing. I, yeah. I is, love it. That Dave, is perfect.
1: Dave, do you not know how Palpatine returned? Look, no, at, me, I look, understand at, look at me. Do you somehow. not know? Do you need somebody to explain that to you? Do you need them to show it and tell you what happened? Yeah, I want the story. That's that's awkward. I
2: want details.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, like in TV shows, they don't ever show a character going to the bathroom, even though we accept, obviously, they had to go to the bathroom at some point. Right. That's like... That's like cloning Palpatine I don't need to see that on screen see though we talked about this with the man I saw the bathroom I saw the toilet I saw the toilet paper I saw all those pods with Gideon clones in them I get it
0: we talked about that you dismissed it as in we gotta get rid of Moff Gideon did they though maybe more was it a clone are there any more clones did those clones really die probably but we don't know (laughs) alright right. so I think that wraps up Ahsoka
1: man yeah. to think that all of this went out of control because of that goddamn Dexter Jetster yeah dude it all started with him <laughs> that's a Camino saber dart yeah he he's the I ain't seen one of them since I was prospecting on the Rishi Maze <laughs> beyond the outer rim dude and then he's His like His mustache was so he's fierce He's like, are oh, these comedians, they're cloners <laughs> Damn good ones too <laughs> And I'm like, wow Cool, Clone Wars, I get it Yeah, yeah, yeah But that just screwed everything up Sure did Because if you can clone people, I guess Oh man Sky's the limit Dude It's like anybody can be a scroll." <gasps> Secret invasion. But they're not going to do anything with that idea. No, definitely not. You know what I you know what I told you guys that I wish it would have happened that would have like immediately got me drooling about the show. I'm like, okay, I'll watch this show. Hmm. Remember when uh she was uh they she fight they get to the star map stone pillar henge thing mm-hmm. that poor Balin was standing there for like three episodes straight with nothing yeah, yeah, to do. Yeah. yeah well they get there and they're like trying to stop the star map. Ceremony from completing. And so Ahsoka grabs the little star mat ball. Right. I was like, oh, man, wouldn't it have been great if she grabbed it and like something about the force. And it like literally blew her hand. off?" (laughs) I'm like, oh, classic stars. The the hero has to lose a hand. Yes. Right. But they didn't. I don't think that girl got a scratch on her that entire show. Except for the part where she died and came back. But yeah, you're totally right. She Austin. She fell into water. That's (laughs) that's it. Yeah. And yeah. then she was dry when she came out.
0: I can't explain it, Sean. I don't know.
1: And then they didn't they hit people with lightsabers, but it doesn't cut through them. Never does. And Not then, anymore. And then a literal Star Destroyer unloaded its guns at three people mm-hmm. running below it, and they were fine. They were just so fast. Like the flash. Just so fast. It's kind of
0: embarrassing. I guess. Let's conclude, Sean, you have a top five list that we've all been dying to hear.
1: Yeah, let me see. I actually have several top five lists, so I'm going to just go with the one that I uh, I really would like to end on a positive note. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about my top five YouTube channels that I like to watch. Wow, okay. Yeah. That sounds fire. Yeah. I watch, uh, as me and you have discussed at mm-hmm. length <laughs> before, I am a huge consumer of YouTube. Right. I'm like one of six people that pays for YouTube premium yeah. <laughs> regularly. I still haven't done that, and they're making it—they're making it way harder for you not to pay for that lately. No, my understanding is everything is like ads, ads, ads. Yeah, yeah. You know Disney at this point. Yeah, (laughs) you know Disney Plus just changed their thing. I was so offended. I couldn't. Uh, I raised their price. I I couldn't. No, I couldn't. No sign ins I I couldn't cop. I couldn't Uh, steal teasies anymore. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, I gotta watch these shows, so I paid for a month. And then that one that came up, I went to watch Ahsoka, and I had a version. Then they have they gave me Disney Plus, but it's it's got ads. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I gotta pay another tier now to stop this net oh madness. My God, I'm sorry, I really get you. Netflix is doing that too. That's why YouTube's better. Okay. Go to YouTube, be a convert. So number five, Sean's top five YouTube channels. Uh, this is kind of a dual one because it's the same person doing it. Mm-hmm. It's called the Operations Room slash the Intel report. That's his second channel. Kay. The operations room is this really creative YouTube channel where they do um, analysis of like real world battles, mm. but like from a top down view. Ooh, I like that. And they sh- they have animating all the little shoulders and the tanks and the trucks, and they're narrating the entire chrono- chronologically sequence of events. So like uh, really popular battles too. Like uh, there was the TV show Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very successful HBO show based off real battles, real guys that were in World War II, and uh, so the operations room does a break, uh, a full breakdown of literally moment for moment how that whole battle in some of these scenes played out. That's sweet. they did a series on Black Hawk Down, mm. the actual battle of Black Hawk Down, and like where everybody was in g- geographically,
0: nice. like
1: just such such a cool like instructional educational what about the battle
0: of helms deep
1: um i can tell you that on april fools uh one of the april fools of a couple of years ago he did and i literally watched this after april fool so i did not know it was an april fool's joke <laughs> he did a he did a breakdown of the hunt for red october mm. which is like a submarine world war cold war movie and I didn't know that this wasn't a true story until literally the very end i was like how come i never heard about this oh my gosh this is extraordinary i can't believe this happened in the in the 70s or the 80s wow and then at the end i was like oh
0: got him got me all right so that's number, so that's number five. five
1: number four folding ideas uh cool. hosted by dan olson uh folding ideals it uh folding ideas is another another youtube channel that's kind of like a video essay style uh dan olson cut his teeth on doing a lot of movie analysis stuff i've learned a lot from him on uh, how to watch movies and understand movies better like deconstructing what they're about but he's also been doing a lot of really successful like big like massive scale documentaries about stuff Mm -hmm. like he did a two hour long video on nfts that like Mm -hmm. broke the internet you sent me that yeah uh, he he just recently released a big long video about the uh, whole uh, GameStop um, stocks yeah, yeah. thing that went down and how that whole thing was a madness right so he's a very smart guy he clearly puts a lot of time and, and effort into uh, the stuff he makes uh, so I love folding ideas I think he's just a smart guy and he's like he's helped me understand movies in a way that maybe I never would have before Cool beans. Number three, uh, a channel called Like Stories of Old. Mm-hmm. Like Stories of Old is another uh, video essay style YouTube channel that covers movies. And it is, uh, I don't know where the guy's from. I think he's Norwegian, Dutch, <laughs> Scandinavian. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is a, a guy who does these kind of narrations about movies and but he doesn't just like break down a movie. Let's say he does interstellar. He does like a breakdown of interstellar. He doesn't just do it from like, uh, Oh, cinematography and the direction and this, the science he does it. Like he always like breaks things down from like a philosophical existential level. And like his videos are always like, whenever he puts out a video, it takes me like a month to watch it. Cause I know I'm going to be like crying by the end of it. (laughs) He's like, it's like so emotional and it's like so thick with catharsis. Mm. And it like kind of makes you love movies you never thought you'd care about. I'd love to see him do (laughs) hot (laughs) rod. He probably, he probably could make you cry doing a whole video essay about like why we love absurdist humor. Yeah. Like what it does to the soul and everything. So I feel Uh like that's, that's an example of that part of my brain and my, that part of my mind that like connects movies to my heart. Sure. So like stories of old is, is fantastic. Number two, Another video essay YouTube channel, Knowing Better. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Knowing Better. No, negative. Knowing Better is a YouTube channel that does a lot of uh, documentary style uh, stuff about trends. And uh, My understanding is the premise of the show or the premise of his channel, Knowing Better, is... So, it, he, he'll, he'll always do a long video. It used to be like 10, 20 minutes. Now they're like an hour and a half because he puts so much work into them. But he'll always do this whole... Uh, analysis of some topic, and then he always ends the episode the same way. It's always going to be so. If you thought blank, 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 well, now you know better. Mm. <laughs> so he just released a he just released a video on vegetarianism, mm. and it's it's a history about vegetarianism in the United States you never could have imagined. Really, that's all I'll say, dude. Uh, he's done videos about he does things he does video, It's always like you can't believe how interesting something can be he did a video about like the the history of this the running shoe <laughs> that and like it's like oh well, okay you know whatever Nike or whoever just wanted to design better running shoes it's like no dude it gets into politics yeah. it gets into the cold War it like <laughs> it gets into like ch- like legislative changes to medicine and oh my gosh capitalism whoa it's crazy dude. so knowing better is really uh really cool guy about to hit that subscribe I I like I think what I like about that guy in his videos so much is because he's not an eccentric dude he is just like a dude and I appreciate the work he's putting in to do Mm -hmm. it his very best like his lighting isn't always great (laughs) it's (laughs) like I want to like I'm like bro I need to get you some new lights I'll pay for him (laughs) but like he's just it's just a great experience I learn a lot from it I appreciate him outlining politics and social issues in these ways that are like refreshing. It's like, okay, now I get the big picture. I understand why there's disagreements. I can kind of see the both sides. Sure. So it's made me smarter. It's made me a more understanding human being. Well, there you go. However, all of these channels pale in comparison to my number one favorite YouTube channel. It is called your dinosaurs are wrong. Oh my gosh. And it is a video series where a guy usually using a toy dinosaur as a prop breaks down why anatomically the toys are so incorrect from real dinosaurs. (laughs) And it's like, it sounds like, oh, this nerdy paleontologist guy geek is just like nitpicking all the things. Yes, but he spends like an hour teaching you the history of like how they discovered the Velociraptor and all the different, Dang. all the different breakthroughs and in, in, in scientific journals that were put out that like discovered this about it and this about it. And it teaches you anatomy and it's yeah. like so fascinating. And also, it's it's just talking about dinosaurs. Yeah, dude, it's great. Heck yeah,
0: one of the that was a that was a baller list. And I'm dinosaurs glad you, are wrong. I'm glad you hit on that. One thing I saw was a, a skeleton. And it's like this really scary looking skeleton. And it's like this is a dinosaur or this was some kind of mythical beast. And there's all these artist renderings of like what this thing could look like. Sure. Just based off the skeleton and the skull. And uh then you find out that it's just a hippo skull.
1: Right. Like if, if yeah, if you tried to like just uh like stretch skin over a hippo skull, it would look like some monster. Right. Because you're not you're ignoring the muscle and And
0: literally just seeing that is like dude we have no idea what these dinosaurs looked like but
1: that's the thing though is you learn we can because there is all this science that goes into knowing how muscles attached to bones Uh, and they like he talks about like the breakthroughs in computer modeling now where they can tell you exactly how something ran because Um, they have like the physics algorithm break it down like what would have been the most efficient method interesting you also learn a lot about like just Anatomy in general, biomechanics. Yeah, like why our eyes do what they do, and why your ligaments work the way they do. It's like super fascinating stuff. You've got me, dude. You got me hook, line, and sinker. So now I need you to sell ninety nine nerds
0: to the people in the same way you sold those five channels.
1: (laughs) Ninety nine nerds is just a wholesome podcast of three dudes being bros, a couple of guys being dudes. Say less. And he's (laughs) okay. All right, there we go. That's it. <laughs> that'll do it. Well, that was a great top five.
0: David's gonna hit us with a top five next time. I don't care what it is David. Okay. Top five pickle flavors. Uh, I don't I have. <laughs> I literally don't know
2: any. Well, you've got
0: taco flavors. You don't have to do pickle flavors. That was. That'll be mine. No,
2: probably not. Mine. I might do my top five favorite 99er episodes. That'll be a good one. Uh, I think that'll do it. What do we want to ask the peeps? Did you like Ahsoka? Where do you think it's going? What did you not like? What did you like? Christian Hadenson's back.
1: I can't. I can't put this many graphics on the screen, Dave. We
2: don't need Hang all on. the graphics. His name is not Christian Hadenson. Hayden Christensen is back. <laughs> I didn't catch it. That's
1: what I'm. I'm gonna name
0: my son that Christian <laughs> Uh This has been episode forty-nine. We're back
1: in the 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 studio. Yep. <laughs> you guys, we're about to do our fiftieth episode. Oh my gosh. I don't even. I, should there are get, those who said this day would never come. Should we get Rice Krispie treats? Yes, all okay. of them. I'll bring them. I'll bring them. <laughs> what are our enemies going to say now, dude? They're dead. There's that one guy who commented Around on the video David's early wall. on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> said, Later. "Fudge you, people. You suck."
0: What's the average uh, podcast lifespan, Sean? Isn't it something like seven s- episodes? Seven episodes. Dang, we're like we're like seven times seven. Oh my gosh,
2: biblical. That is <laughs> biblical god's promise should we just stop after the number of completion <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> this is our last oh podcast. no
1: <laughs> we'll get to 99 and uh you know and if i die before then uh, there's more than enough video and audio of to make it A-I- an A-I- avatar yeah myself, so.
0: it'll be easy uh i may be here i'm hoping i'll be here for number 50 but my wife is like on a scale of one to pregnant Super pregnant she's a 99 she's a <laughs> uh so probably, we'll see what happens but, i mean she's due like any minute now right Yeah, like any minute now We'll see. Uh, This has been episode 49. 99 Nerds back in the building. This is podcasting and.